0: Probably the most common thing we hear because we work with so many entrepreneurs is they have a new venture that they Mm -hmm. want to do. We also see philanthropy, want to spend time with family, want to set up their legacy, saving for college for the next generation, retirement, health and longevity, travel, sports, hobbies, and a bucket list, just knocking out all the things that they really would like to
1: do. What this is all about, you guys have a philosophy. Of getting an extra day back, so it's a mindset as much as anything. But anyone who listens to Capability Amplifier knows that Dan Sullivan's all about mindsets. He's all about freedom. What we are trying to do is make lemonade out of lemons, because there are
0: strategies that exist to take advantage of these negatives, these these tragedies, um, and save on taxes or take advantage of a you know a short window of time to financially benefit from something that is otherwise tragic.
1: Hey, this is Michael Koenigs from Capability Amplifier. I have a very special guest today. Say hi, Michael. Hey, Mike. All right. Well, let's get the show on the road. So what I'm excited about today is this episode is all about keeping your money. So Michael Enyart is from WD Wealth. It's a financial firm, and he is an absolute magician, and they make taxes disappear. So today, they're going to share something that they call tax avoidance stacks. It's a whole bunch of very, very cool IP that they employ for different types of people. And I'll tell you who those people are in a moment. Now, the other thing that they promise is they're going to show you how do you get an extra free day every week and some great ways of using that extra time up. So I originally met the founder of WDU Wealth through Justin Donald. Now, if you know who Justin is, he is known as the Lifestyle Investor. Now, everyone in his mastermind group absolutely raves about this team because... They don't pay taxes or they don't pay much in taxes and they do it in a completely legal and legitimate way. So, if you're a solopreneur or you've got a million or more in ordinary income or a $5 million or greater portfolio or a large capital gains challenge either happening right now or coming up, or maybe life is throwing you a curveball in the form of a divorce, death, displacement, or some form of devastation. Now, if you answered yes to any of these, you're in for the treat. So today we're going to talk about how to transform your financial world and achieve some amazing financial freedom, something we're all looking for. So they have over 350 strategy stacks. This is the IP that they employ. They match these up depending on who you are, get them in motion and help you save a ton of money. And they are really, really brilliant. I spent enough time with them to know they are the real deal. So with that, oh, there is one more thing I wanted to add. The creator of this system achieved his own financial independence at age 40 so he could pursue his next chapter in life. That's something I deeply respect. So with... Without any more further ado, we're gonna welcome the man of the hour, the financial wizard who's gonna make your money work harder so you don't have to, Michael Enyart. Hey man. Hey, thanks for having me, Mike, and thanks for that introduction. You're welcome. It has been an absolute pleasure spending the past three days with you and the team. I'm really in awe of how smart you guys are and how you do what you do. So before we get into the how-to stuff. I want to know your why story. Why are you at WD Wealth and you are very young and you've done a lot in a short period of time. So why you, why now, and how'd you get here?
0: Going back about six years ago, I was having a conversation with my grandfather and he had come from no wealth and my parents had no wealth and he was encouraging me to learn about money and change our family tree and Mm. and just be the, you know, be the person who changed what him and his son did not. And so I began, you know, my journey down the financial services, financial education, uh, and that's where I ended up uh, beginning with WD Wealth about six years ago, um, came in and over the years have began to work with the founder work with myself and clients to develop tax strategies, wealth efficiency strategies in order to uh, build wealth, keep wealth, and uh, just accomplish all of the things that wealth allow you to accomplish.
1: All right. And I will say that one of the things that I really enjoyed is uh, when we started on the first day talking about what this is all about, you guys have a philosophy of getting an extra day back. So it's a mindset as much as anything, but anyone who listens to Capability Amplifier knows that Dan Sullivan's all about mindsets. He's all about freedom. And this is a combination of a freedom mindset as well as a practical tactical strategy. So what's the get your day back mindset?
0: Yes. So if you work a five-day work week, mm-hmm. you are probably paying all of the money that you earn on two of those days, Thursday and Friday, you're probably paying paying all of that earned income in taxes. Mm-hmm. And so we make it one of our goals to reduce our client's tax bill by at least half, if that's doable. And by doing that, you are getting a day of the week back uh, because you don't have to earn an entire eight hour,
1: 10 hour, 12 hour day in order to pay taxes. This is as uh, Warren Buffett said, it was the X wonder of the world was compound interest. What what, what 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 is that number? Ninth. Ninth wonder of the world. Thanks. Is it? It's eighth. Eighth. Okay. Well, the good news is you're, it's nice to have a smart guy here with me, but here, here's what I think is really great. It's the power of compounding and the notion that not only do you get your time back, uh, and which is really what we all want to do. How do you buy your time back? That's something that, um, Justin Donald often talks about is, you know, that was his goal. Buy my time back. And you guys have been the engineers behind, not just him, but a whole bunch of people inside his tribe. So, um, And then we also talk about freedoms. Now, Dan Sullivan talks about the freedom of time, money, purpose, and relationship. He says that every founder, every entrepreneur, they're all about the four freedoms. But we decided to create this thing called the Freedom Wheel. So you've met with hundreds of clients that you've worked through. So if you're going to sum up the list that you ended up putting on the Freedom Wheel of what Everyone says they want, including bucket lists, what are the things that show up most that they wanna buy their time back for?
0: Absolutely, probably the most common thing we hear because we work with so many entrepreneurs is they have a new venture that they Mm -hmm. want to do. Um, We also see philanthropy, wanna spend time with family, wanna set up their legacy, uh, saving for college for the next generation, retirement, uh, health and longevity, travel, Sports, hobbies, and a bucket list, just knocking out all the things that they really would like to do. Right.
1: Well, and one other thing is <clears throat> I know one of your strategies. So I'm going to rapid fire in a little while and we're going to go through some examples of some of your strategies and we'll say the basic avatars that you work with, whether it's the solopreneur, or the serial entrepreneur, or the million dollar earner, the cap gains, fearful. And one of them is how to get a free college education. Um, that's one of, that's a really cool strategy. I wish, I wish, I wish I would have done 20 years ago when uh, we had Zach, cause we did save for it. We didn't do anything with the money. Part of it's my wife and I have some different philosophical mindsets about money. She's a lot more protective of it. I'm the idiot who invests in stupid things, a lot of venture VC things. So um, I wish now I would have met, you guys 20 years ago, and we've had really good representation, but the mindsets are just as important as the strategies you employ. So why don't we just deconstruct the typical person who walks in the door, start with a solopreneur first. What are the typical, as I like to say, what are the diseases or the symptoms of the disease they suffer from? And what's your typical thing? If you're going to bring a strategy stack to work, what are you going to do for them?
0: absolutely so when a solopreneur walks through our doors that solopreneur that's a business owner an entrepreneur who has no employees other than maybe their spouse or their children um, what we usually see from that type of client is that they have a very inefficient business structure they haven't gone through and and done the the complex work hired attorneys to tell them exactly how to structure their businesses to be Mm -hmm. taxed most efficiently we oftentimes see that they're overpaying in taxes over what they need to. Um, there's also frequent pack, uh, frequent tax penalties because they don't have their income withheld like you would at a W-2 job. It's yeah. all the burden is on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes we see them under saving for retirement and for financial freedom. Uh, so those are the common challenges we see so entrepreneurs come into our doors with.
1: Okay. So when you meet with someone, so the typical scenario is, Um, Someone finds out about you guys, they meet and you're able to give them a basic estimate on what they're going to save on taxes right away, but also what you can do with the money that gets saved. Plus now I know there's some new legislation where you can go backwards and basically get rebates. So you can triple whammy someone right right out of the chute, which is save a ton of money, do cool things with the money that is very tax free. Um, and then the third is go backwards and maybe get some free money, or that's what I'll call it free money that you already gave away that you're not earning any interest on and it's not benefiting anyone except some giant machine that sounded like it had attitude. I know it, but, um, so t- take us through like a t- typical strategy stack for a solopreneur.
0: Absolutely. So we would make one of our primary goals when working with a solopreneur that to, to store an incredible amount of their income and their savings in totally tax-free vehicles so that when they retire, there's a very real chance that they would have a total tax-free retirement. Um, we're also looking at pre tax private pensions, uh, If you work in the corporate world, and especially in the past, you would access to pensions to secure your retirement. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, not so much, and especially not if you're a solopreneur. So setting up a private pension to ensure that your future is secure, absolutely massive for solopreneurs. Uh, We also see uh, use of the no-risk rental income strategies, Mm -hmm. um, as well as, as you mentioned earlier, the Ivy League tax-free college strategies. Uh, If you're, if you have children or you intend to have children, we want to set them up for success and we want to do that in the most tax efficient way possible.
1: Okay. And why don't we just give away one of the big secrets there? Once you explain and deconstruct how the Ivy league tax-free college fund works, because it's stupid, simple, brilliant. And I know one of your recent clients, you saved, if I remember correctly, you saved somewhere between a half million and a million and a half dollars for them um, began with a six month old for the Ivy league college, uh, free college fund. So how's that work? Kind of spell it out.
0: There's a lot that you can do. Even one little strategy in the strategy stack has a lot of different components to it. But as a solopreneur, one of the things that's available to you is you can actually hire your children in your business. IRS says you can do this. Uh, they might have a job like modeling for mm-hmm. images that you upload onto your so website. Six
1: month old could be legitimate. Totally uh, yeah, absolutely legitimate.
0: legitimate. They yeah. are providing value to your business in the form of that modeling work. And when you pay them a salary for that modeling work, you get to deduct it at your tax rates at 37 plus percent, 50% percent if you're here in San Diego, California uh, and they being, you know, a six month old have no other income. So the Income is going to be taxed at 0% or 10%, creating massive tax savings for you. And then, you know, it doesn't stop there. We don't just stop with saving taxes. We then put those savings into a vehicle where it will grow tax-free for the rest of your child's life or until they decide to use that for college.
1: Right. And the beauty of some of the vehicles that you shared with me, I know you can borrow against that without depleting the principal, continue to earn on top of that, and then pay it back and do all that with tax benefits too. So it's, and and that provides a huge basis for whatever your child's going to do in the future too. So um, that one's brilliant. I know um, something else that you did with this uh, case study individual, it's a real life person, we won't share their names, but they had a seven figure problem in front of them in terms of taxes, et cetera. And you had an investment vehicle that I'd never heard of before that gave a 5.71 times tax deduction. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Because out of the 350 or so that you have, this is just one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but the government is trying always to incentivize various behavior. They want you to be married and they want you to have kids. That's why they give you tax benefits to being Mm -hmm. married and having kids. And there are things that they want investors to invest in things that otherwise might not be profitable, but are crucially important. And so we look at various sectors where there are tax benefits. Some examples of these are real estate and energy, the government wants people to invest in that so that they don't have to provide housing and energy for the population. So they give massive tax benefits. And sometimes the tax benefits make it worth the investment, regardless of how well the investment performs. And that's a massive opportunity for our clients.
1: Okay. So in the one instance that I was talking about, that at the 5.7 times, that would mean, let's say you had a uh, well, I'll make this easy. Let's pretend you had a two and a half million dollar tax problem ahead of you. You could effectively invest five hundred thousand dollars in this thing and wipe away your entire tax bill. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, and that's something that I we were out for dinner last night with a friend slash person I've known for a little while who has got a four million dollar tax problem right now. And he looked at me and he goes, "You know, you can make that thing go away for about four hundred grand." And I go. I think so. So you know, and so the conversation began. And by the way, this is one of the best uh, table conversations, dinner conversation matters. I mean, knowing something about this, I think everyone should have you guys at their table for a little bit of money conversation with any entrepreneur. That's just an idea. Okay, so the net net with this um, couple that we're talking about, I know they came in. They had a I don't remember what a few million dollars in income. So what do you guys save them? in taxes year one, and what happened in terms of their available investment um, capital that, and and what, what happened with that from a tax perspective?
0: Absolutely, so the first year working with them, we saved them about a half a million dollars in taxes, mm-hmm. which we were then able to utilize to fund further tax-free vehicles. So we captured that $500,000, we put it into vehicles where it can now grow for them and work for them. And even those dollars in that investment growth will be tax efficient as well. So we, we saved them 500,000 in taxes, which they invested and they won't pay taxes on those dollars.
1: Okay. Awesome. Um, now for the sake of this, just because I don't think our, our, audience is mostly just ordinary income earners w-2s but let's quickly go over that one because i really want to get to the bigger players with cap gains issues so what are the typical scenarios that you deal with with ordinary income million or more so these are really going to be professionals doctors lawyers it could be actors people in entertainment for example i know they pay a bundle a bundle in taxes
0: so the first is the tax bracket reducer strategy when we meet a high-income earner, typically they're coming in at a tax rate of 40%. We make it a goal to try and get that down to about 24%. Number one, because of the math just behind saving those taxes. But number two, most people we meet, they're not opposed to paying their fair share. If taxes were 20%, 24%, they'd be comfortable paying How those about 10%? 10%, 10% percent of, anyone, That's we, that would be a fair
1: share. Do we Maybe 15 on a good day. That's with the ocean view. Keep going, though.
0: And so with... Uh, the tax bracket reduction strategies that we use, we try and get them down to the 24% tax bracket uh, so that it's just much more of a reasonable threshold. Mm-hmm. We also uh, are looking at multiplying how much people are taking home. If you're earning $100,000, you're probably only keeping about $60,000 of that. And so we're looking to increase that by twenty dollars or $30,000 per $100,000 of income that our clients make. Um, and then sometimes you know, with, with a recent law change, going back in time becomes an option. And so very recent law change has allowed for tax strategies going back into the past for a few years. So if, if we're able to create 16% savings for the last three years on a million dollars of income per year, that's $480,000 of recovery. Um, and basically, it all comes down to that by saving taxes, we're accelerating how quickly you're able to build wealth. Taxes are the number one obstacle between building wealth and you. And so by reducing those, eliminating them, deferring them, we're able to get you to financial freedom much quicker.
1: Yep. Hence, you know, historically, real estate is an unbelievable vehicle for reducing taxes. But you guys have so many different ones. What's also brilliant, again, I'm just going to repeat what I heard. And if I had a call to action for everyone who's listening or watching right now, which is... Talk to you guys right now, if all you did was the tax recovery, see how much money you can get back, and then talk to these guys about putting it in a vehicle that accumulates tax-free wealth. Um, Because look, it'll be free money anyway, as far as you're concerned, you wouldn't get it unless you talked to someone who could make it happen. And then if at the same time you could do the tax reduction, um, it's a triple whammy. And that I think that's what I see across the board here.
0: Absolutely. I think- Uh, It's a conversation is, is worth the time just to see what's available, what free money is being left on the
1: table. Hey, this is Mike Koenigs. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you're an action taker and ready to transform and reinvent yourself and your business, go to connect to Mike.com to learn more and book a conversation with me right now. All right, back to the episode. All right. So let's move on to the big players. I know a lot of folks like this. They're the typical founder, entrepreneur. I've had five exits myself. And the best and worst days of your life is you've worked your butt off. I had two exits that took 10 years to get to. So by the time I had a buyer and was ready to sell and the number I thought I was going to get, I'm like, yay. So let's just pretend the exit's $10 million. Well, you got to pay a whole bunch of fees to a whole bunch of professionals who got you there and you've been paying them all along. OK, so that's a huge chunk of that. And then you got to take care of the people who got you there. And to do to not do that would be immoral, in my opinion. So you take care of everyone else and then you got the tax man to deal with. And then there's always some sort of cleanup or the big screw that happens, meaning somehow there's a clawback that happens or something like that. It's just not uncommon. And I know in multiple exits, my attorneys always say, there's a chance that this will be the only and the last check you ever get. And you got to be prepared for that. So when you play all that back, it's not uncommon to walk away with like 20 to 30% of what you thought you were going to get. And it's already spent in your head. Okay. It's a dark day. It's a happy day, but it's a dark day. And then you're like, man, I worked my ass off for 10 years to get here. So, and that's just one example. But if you're lucky enough to, let's say have multiple exits or a windfall from a great investment where you didn't burn a lot of blood, or let's say an inheritance, God rest their soul. You know, someone passes and leaves you something and that gives you a little bumper, a kickstart. I've never had that happen by the way, not once, but what do you do in the instance of a big cap gains event?
0: First for starters, we are looking at what the capital gains tax rate is going to be. Most people grow up, they they hear the they hear 15%, that's how much you're going to pay on an exit, but unfortunately that's just not the case. Yeah, no way. First, if you have a large exit, you're going to be at 20% federally. But most people don't realize that state's tax your Exits at the same rate that they tax your income. And they also don't remember the NIIT, which is the Obamacare tax, which will affect all capital gains. And so, before it's all said and done, if you're a California resident, your capital gains tax rate, which is supposed to be lower and less is going to be over 37%. That's the above the highest federal income tax rate. You could owe that if you're a California resident on your capital gains taxes. So we're trying to identify how much are you going to pay? Okay, 37%. That's high enough that we want to get that much, much lower. Um, This will probably be the largest tax bill you'll pay in your life if you're exiting Mm -hmm. and you get a big check. You're going to get the biggest check you've ever seen and you're going to write the biggest check you've ever seen. Uh, And then you have that what now moment. So
1: yeah, you're going to, you're going to feel like an entertainer or professional athlete at this point by the time it's done. Not that that's a horrible feeling. Okay. But man, we got to get closer back to 10%, 10%, 10%. 10%. All right.
0: Yeah. So we're looking at a whole bunch of different strategies. We want to help you keep more of your money. We want you to be able to exit as soon as you can for what's best for your family. When you have to factor in the massive tax bill that you're going to pay you might keep your business for an extra three four five years so we're looking to help our clients accelerate how soon they can exit and be financially free after the exit by keeping more of what you uh what you get when you sell um, we also are looking to protect the funds this might be you know it, it, you might be a serial entrepreneur with many exits but it also might be the last check you ever receive totally. so we want to make sure that our clients are keeping these dollars, not just say from the tax man, but from creditors. If you are uh, skiing down a mountain and you you hit someone, uh, we don't want them to be able to take the entire mm-hmm. uh, the proceeds of 20 years of work. Uh, so we want to keep keep the wealth protected forever, and we want to create tax-efficient ways for you to pass it along and to give more. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things that we're looking to do when we have clients come to us with large capital gains a business
1: sale etc okay and when we were brainstorming so i know you've got a few out of the strategy stack but as you were talking about this one of the strategies that i'd never heard of before that you guys have is this mechanism where you essentially and i know i'm going to butcher this so so i'll let your smart brain fix fix what i'm about to say but it's where you effectively sell your business to a trust early and then the gains are not taxed or something like that.
0: Yes. One thing you'll realize in the capital gains tax planning world is it's much easier and you can do a lot more magic Mm -hmm. with future gains than you can with past gains. I never knew that. So we can lock in today's valuation and do work to, if your business is going to multiply in value, think of it's going to three, four, five, six X over the course of the next couple of years There are strategies that you can implement to secure your current valuation and make sure that you're not paying taxes on that future growth as well. Okay.
1: And I know you've got a whole bunch of other techniques that are so non-obvious for that kind of thing, but what are some of the other stacks that you employ for cap gains? There's the future, but then
0: there's also the past capital gains that you want to find ways to deal with. And so uh, I'll, I'll just give two examples that people have probably heard of, but you probably haven't heard of them being combined. Uh, you've probably heard of qualified opportunity zones. Mm-hmm. Trump introduced this in his tax cuts and jobs act, a way to defer your capital gain, uh, tax bill. And then also, uh, the proceeds, if you invest what you would have paid in taxes, they end up growing tax free, uh, with, you know, assuming you check every box on, on the paperwork. Um, and people have probably also heard about solar credits and the incredible tax incentives that come from investing in solar and clean energy related. And so picture if you do a solar project investment inside of an opportunity zone, you can actually, in a way, stack the benefits and take total advantage of the tax code and walk away with uh, with a much smaller tax bill.
1: Okay. Okay. And I want to make sure, too, that I didn't confuse because there's... The windfalls and then there's cap gains. Do you have a different do you differentiate between those categories? There
0: they all capital gains are going to be windfalls, uh-huh. but not all windfalls are going to be capital gains. Okay. And so uh sometimes we see inheritances, sometimes we see just dramatic spikes. Um, just uh just a few weeks ago, I was meeting with someone whose income spiked from about a million dollars a year to it was gonna be five million dollars uh in 2023. And so Each different type of windfall will have different strategies, but the key is that you want to be strategic. You want to set yourself up to minimize the taxes now and also get your tax savings and get your proceeds into vehicles, which will grow tax-free going forward as well.
1: Okay, good, good. So there's, we have one more stack to go through and that's the life disrupted. And um, I've lived through that before multiple times and I've also witnessed it. So both of my parents, for example, are in memory care right now and I had cancer 10 years ago and we really had to rethink and plan, prepare. And fortunately we were trusted. We had everything in place, but look, 10 years later, we're like, Oh man, we got to reorganize this thing. But between death, divorce, some form of devastation, it could be a natural incident, um, displacement, Or dislocation. We were talking about that yesterday. There's someone uh, very near to us who's uh, going through the post-divorce dislocation shift. I mean, there's just a lot of things to think about. And just brainstorming, you guys were like, oh, did you know that you can get a rebate for, um, I'm trying to think of what it was, but I think it was a 401k um, state to state. I mean, no one's going to keep track of this stuff. There's so much basically free money that's available, totally legit, and who has the encyclopedia available, who's in the muck all the time, talking to hundreds of people. Um, So you have access to all these tools. But talk a little bit about the life disrupted. So when your life
0: is disrupted, you're gonna have challenges that you've never had before, uh, a significant reduction in your income, assets, if it's your business, your asset might have uh, the lowest valuation it's ever had in the past. Uh, you'll have a change, you know, if there if a, a spouse passes away or if there's a divorce, you'll have a change in your tax bracket. You'll have a change in your filing status. Uh, we we call it around the office the widow tax. That mm. when a, a, a spouse passes away, the widow her tax rates will go up. Oh yeah. Um, and you're just really going to be in totally uncharted territory. And what we are trying to do is make lemonade out of lemons because there are strategies that exist to take advantage of these negatives, these, these tragedies, um, and save on taxes or take advantage of a, you know, a short window of time to financially benefit from something that is otherwise tragic. Um, but then also just, you know, we're, we're looking for ways to re to reduce pain and to give our clients peace of mind. Um, and there's strategies you can do, which will save you taxes which will reduce risk and those are going to provide calmness and uh, peace of
1: mind for someone going through something tragic yeah plus just knowing that you can have a kickstarter or a bump when you need it most i mean um tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars in um, a little windfall or some free money through a conversation is pretty remarkable and um Again, I just don't think many people, I know a lot of smart people who know a lot about money and they just don't know about this stuff. So maybe I'm the only one, but let's, um, let's just recap for a moment. Some of the biggest things that you do besides just having this massive toolbox of, um, almost 350 strategies. I love the stacks too. How, It's not just the strategies, it's the fact that when you combine two or three of them, or four or five, that you really see um, big things happen. But also, I know I'm geared towards thinking short-term, and what you guys do is you think about, well, do this one thing for three years, there's going to be a huge, huge benefit long-term that's going to come along for decades after to me, it's pretty non-obvious, and it wouldn't be obvious unless you got exposed to it. So, but I, I'd love to hear like th- when you describe to someone, okay, we're gonna work together. What are we gonna do? How's it gonna work? And what are the core benefits?
0: Absolutely. So, core benefit number one is of, we have 350 strategies to reduce, eliminate, or defer taxes. Uh, we use the acronym RED: reduce, eliminate, defer. Um, we're looking to do that in all ways that we can legally, um, and we're we're trying to create additional wealth via tax savings money. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned, but we're not talking pennies. We're talking a hundred grand paid to the tax man. Well, if we can save that, that's like increasing your income by a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And that you know, time is money, and so hours and hours a week, weeks of the year. Otherwise, you would spend earning money just to pay it to the tax man. So we're looking to free up your time, uh, allow you to pursue things that you otherwise don't have time and and don't have the income for. Um, And so we're, you know, that's, that's our primary goals for our clients is to
1: create safer, additional wealth. That's great. Um, Anything else that uh, I didn't ask before I get into, I just had a little, thought here when I was listening to you and it goes back to the original idea of getting a day back, getting 50 days back a year. So, you know, if there is a next step, give yourself and your family the gift of multiple free vacations by eliminating taxes. And you can live on the same amount that you are right now and call those free days or use your genius by getting rid of that strain and that stress. And if you invest a little more time, think of how much additional income and wealth you can accumulate if you stack this stuff up, meaning save on the taxes first, get a rebate for the past three years, and then put it in some different vehicles. So that's my big takeaway from today. So let's talk about, I know you've got a, a destination link that you send people to, which is wdwealth.com meet. There, um, you talk to people, that's no obligation, no pressure, no stress. Find out where you can save, your team's very good at estimating what you think you can save up front, but also coming up with some other creative strategies. And then you'll do the look back, uh, which is brilliant. Um, what else should they do? And what else are they going to get when they uh, go schedule a conversation with you? Absolutely. Well, we are going
0: to try and do all of the work for you. Uh, it, as soon as you speak with us, we're going to try and if you, if you are a perfect fit for one of our strategy stacks, we're going to have you give us permission to talk to your CPA, to talk to your financial advisor so we can go and gather all of the information, minimize your homework. Uh, and that way we can do a deep dive into your situation and figure out which of our 350 tax strategies will apply. But really it's just going to that wdwealth.com slash meet. Uh, having the conversation is the best next step. Uh, and that's,
1: you know, that's the path to, to finding money that's left on the table. I love that. And I'm just going to repeat this for every quick start who's listening right now. To me, this is the genius is no extra work for you. Have a conversation, find out what you're going to get. They'll give you a decent estimate. They'll talk about some of the strategies. Then all you have to do is sign a couple of docs. They're going to talk to your um, pros. They'll collect all the information. And normally for folks like us who are super busy, or if we assign it to our spouse, for example, they're going to be very grumpy. They're going to be, why are you giving me more work to do? And then you're going to say, honey, you don't have to worry about a thing. I got it taken care of. And you can reverse honey that. So if you're the woman of the household, then you pass it. Anyway, you get what I'm saying here. I just wanted to be funny. I don't know if that was funny at all. Probably not. But here's what's important. This team is super, super smart. They know what they're doing. They've got great tools. Um, I've known them for years. And I've always, always been impressed. So you can't go wrong by having a conversation. There's nothing lost. um, And at a minimum, you're going to learn something cool. Best case, you're going to get your time back. You're going to get a bunch of money back. You're going to save some money and you're going to find some really interesting ways to use and uh, build some wealth that will be very unusual. I guarantee you'll learn something. So with that, anything that I should have asked you that I didn't, Michael? Michael.
0: No, I think that was great. I would just tell people, go to wdwealth.com free, where you can get our financial freedom toolkit, uh, which is going to explain what it's like to work with us and what you can expect, plus hear more about our strategy stacks and which category you'd fit into.
1: All right, rock and roll. Well, let's say goodbye to everyone. So I'm going to do this. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is Mike Koenigs and... Michael Lanyard. All right. And so the way I'm going to wrap this up is if you've enjoyed this, first of all, I'll bet you know someone who could benefit from this wisdom, this knowledge, and uh, being able to keep a little bit more of their hard earned and also build a better feature and get some time back, the most valuable thing of all. So send this episode to them. And of course we'd love it. If you would like comment, share and give this thing five stars on iTunes. So with that, Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of Capability Amplifier. My name is Mike Koenigs and Michael. And Yart. All right. See you guys later. Bye bye.